Hello, 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 and welcome everybody to another fantastic episode of Game Over. I am your father, son, and the goalie host, Simon Pazdor, joined in solidarity, actually in studio today, not by my usual faithful co-hosts, but we have a special guest host this weekend. Please introduce yourself. Hey, uh, my name is Ruby. I like turtles, and I'm currently um, in a hamster ball just to protect, you know, cooties and I don't know. Like yeah, science. it's like the Bubble Boy episode of Seinfeld, right? Yeah. That's what we've got going on? Yeah. yeah. It's very particular. I think Winnipeg actually, is today the 11th day without a case? Sounds like that. It's been a lot of good. days without a case. We're so, doing yeah, good. We're doing, we're doing pretty great. Yeah. Um, but we're here for a very special reason. We're here to talk about The Last of Us, and that is because uh, Adam hasn't touched The Last of Us, and Matt, after uh, about a, three weeks to a month of the game being out, is five hours in. That so. Thick dinguses. I what? had to bring. I cannot confirm the thickness of their dinguses okay, at this time, well, but I meant uh, spiritually. Their their thick sorry. spiritual dinguses yes. need to play this goddamn yeah. game um, because I've been dying to talk about it. So I had to bring in a ringer. Take a little drink of water right there to talk about the Last of Us. So we're very excited about that. It's going to be the entire focus of this week. So if you're expecting a, a news week, because there has been some video game news, uh, stay tuned. We'll try and track down Matt and do an episode. an episode potentially. Later this week. Okay, uh, let's just be like my boy Philly D and jump right into it. Sounds great. Let's do it. Hey, get <laughs> people getting that reference. So, The Last of Us. Yes. Yeah. Did you, you've played the first one. Okay, so, bit of little thing. So, I Hit didn't me. actually play them. <gasps> I watched them. Including so I this one? Yes. So, oh. I am a video game lurker. So, I love Backseat diving gamer. deep. Yes, right. kind of. Yeah. So I love watching them be played. I love to explore the story. Um, I don't like to play them personally, but I fucking love them. You know, that's the same situation. Uh, she couldn't be here because she's got urgent school things to do. Mm. But my girlfriend is also a quote unquote backseat okay. gamer. And so she grew up. I've talked about this on air before, but I've never to you. Okay. So, you know, we might be yeah. mentioning bringing in new people. Absolutely. She grew up in the country, never really played video games, started dating me who hosts a video game show. Clearly that was not an option. Video mm-hmm. games are going to be a part of this discussion. And so the last like year and a half has been a crash course on like story based. Oh, fun. Backseat friendly games. So we've done uh, two Mass Effects. We did God of War. We did The Last of Us. There's a couple of those that I'm forgetting, I'm sure. Uh, she likes a big fan of Assassin's Creed, actually, because she's a history person. Oh, those are cool. Yeah. Uh, but The Last of Us Part 1, or just The Last of Us, as the cool kids call it, is, mm-hmm. I believe to this day, her favorite game. So, she had an interesting backseat experience, too, and maybe one day we'll get her on the podcast, perhaps in a year and a half when Matt and or Adam has played the game, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you never yeah. know. Sad. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, that's interesting that we have another backseat game experience because yeah. hers was very different. So maybe talk about your backseat experience in the first game. Um, so I, I have seen The Last of Us. I've, I've been with my, uh, well, my ex-partner now while he played it. And I got to experience that whole thing with him and make all those decisions with him, like, jointly. And that was so magical. Mm-hmm. I ended up going back and watching it, too. I feel like there's a bit of shame to be like, hi, I'm like a backseat gamer lurker. But I, I like it. I don't regret it. So Not since. I hope you've seen them. The Girlfriend Reviews channel. No, have I haven't. It? Oh, my, it's the, I'm going to show them. Is it them. Girlfriends Reviewing no, it, well, it's sort of. It's a girlfriend who reviews games from the experience of someone who lives with a guy who's playing them. Oh, wowee. So it, I think the channel started last year, and it blew up. It's hysterical. That's, it sounds awesome. And I also think that they have, we'll talk about it later, the best okay. Last of Us review I've seen so far. But we'll get cool. to that later. All right. Anyway, so yeah, The Last of Us Part 1. Yes. 
You liked it. I did. I really liked it. Thoughts on the ending in particular? Uh, the ending. Okay. Little refresher. How? Okay. I'll, I'll give you. So basically, Joel and Ellie, they're, they're traveling. They've started off as right. uneasy allies. Yes. Ellie gets, or Joel gets knocked out. Ellie gets taken to the Firefly Hospital. Joel makes right. a break for it. Yes, yes. Yeah. And then it just kind of, yeah. Yeah, and so then, yeah. So then Joel butchers everybody. Yes, he does. Which Kills comes up many again. People. Yep. And uh, and then makes a break for it. So I know my other co-host Adam really dislikes the ending of that game because he, as soon as Joel did something that he didn't agree with, he felt dissonance from that character. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, this is going to be a spoiler review, by the way, people. Mm-hmm. So yeah, spoilers. <laughs> I think he'll have a rough time with this one. <laughs> When he comes to it. Uh, but yeah, what did you think of the ending? So Joel kills the doctor, saves Ellie because he's finally got another chance of being a father. Mm. And, you know, they have that tough scene at the end. Well, but I'm fine with it. I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm cool with it. It's, I mean, it's fucked up either way. Can I swear? Yeah. Okay. You can't swear when we're on air, but we've discovered that you can swear on podcasts. Oh, that's good. fucking great. Yeah, great. That's really good. Uh, fart boobs. Great. um i don't know like i mean it's the same if i mean if he doesn't like the ending of the first one i don't think he'll like the second one because it really goes into you know the the heroin um it's weird to say heroin but uh uh killing a bunch of people and then oh shit those people are also people they have names and families and all that stuff like i don't know i i just i love the connection the whole family daughter thing it's it'll make me cry every time yeah so totally agree i think there are three people three types of people who approach the ending yeah. And this might I predict how they're going to react to the second game. There's the people who didn't like the ending because they didn't like what Joel did. So that's mm-hmm. my brother. And I assume that whenever he plays it, he won't like this game. Probably not. Uh, there's people who like the ending because Joel is big badass man. And big badass man did what he had to it's do to true. save his He's goddamn daughter. Now. Yeah. And, you know, it's the right call because he loves her. And it's the right decision. And those people, I think, are not going to like this game. Mm. And then there's the people who are like, he made a really difficult decision based off where he is but it's objectively wrong but i understand why he did it yeah i feel like i'm following that third category me too and i think that those people are gonna like the second game because the yeah. second game explores those topics absolutely yeah so this will be interesting to talk to another backseat person because mm-hmm. i want to talk about both i mean the majority of this podcast i assume going to be the story okay because cool. that's the big controversial thing here yes um but we may as well talk about some of the technical issues or things first uh-huh this was a big game. Oh, actually, before we even go into that, I don't know if you've seen the online fervor around this game. No, I haven't really. Okay, I also you. haven't even seen memes. Like Ryan mentioned the memes. I'm like, I haven't seen those. The memes are pretty funny. They're okay. a good way of people dealing with the fact that they're torn up, that their favorite character has been murdered. There's a lot of golf memes. Did so people, anyone, anytime that someone's like, like anytime there's a video of Joel, like not enough golf or something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, the I think the Last of Us Reddit page right now the banner is Joel's head on a golf ball. So wow. Yeah, they're really topical. <laughs> embracing it in a negative way. But For sure. The uh, the game within hours, we talked about it a bit previous podcast, the game within hours of coming out had like a 35% on Metacritic. Really? Yeah, like 95% People positive. People spicy about it. Yes. So yeah. the, the spoiler that some, I'm going to use the troll talk for this, some bitch named Abby killed my boy Joel. Mm-hmm. That spoiler got out early. And then people were like, oh, my boy Joel's dead. I don't know about this game. I'm going to fucking shit on it online. So that happened. And 
first of all, if you read spoilers and then judge a game by that, you're you're an idiot. You're a fucking idiot. Mm-hmm. And I don't have a problem saying that. And if you're a problem with that, message me on Facebook, facebook.com slash Game Over MFM. Games like this are an experience. Like, I, I would so much rather um, live it for yourself and play it and experience have, it and figure out how you, you feel about it. Have you seen Game of Thrones? I have. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I don't know if the other person in the room has, but that's not a big deal. It's t- tough for him. <laughs> he had eight years. Okay. Yeah. It's the it's the zeitgeist. If you read, if you watched like the first couple episodes of Game of Thrones, and then you read that some shithead named Joffrey killed my boy Ned, mm. <laughs> and then Joffrey didn't get it, he was the king, yeah. you'd probably be pissed. And it's the same idea. If you watch a spoiler without context, you're going to hate it. Mm-hmm. So people who are just like getting to this point, and also, well, we'll get to that part later, but it's supposed <laughs> to shock you. But if you're one of those yeah. people who like, when the games came out with hours, and they're also, you see on Twitter... The devs are getting death threats. Like the person who plays Abby mm-hmm. is getting multiple death threats. It's like, oh, it's that's like, so guys, that's so awful. <laughs> Stop. I hate when people come after the actors or villains or whatever. It's like, if anything, they did a fantastic job to the point yeah. where we absolutely hate them. Yeah, and yeah. So if you're going after a video game developer, yeah. like, just give your head a shake. I think yeah. we, can all, we can all agree on that. So uh, moving on. Accessibility is a big thing in this game. So we'll talk I want to talk about the technical issues of this game, so like graphics gameplay. But one of the things that I think everyone can agree on is the accessibility. Now I don't know who played this game for you. Who play that sounds a weird way to say it, but you know what right, I mean. Yeah. If they used any of the accessibility options. I, I saw they had a bit of accessibility. I, I don't really know too much about it personally. Okay. Um, yeah. So I don't think we've talked about it yet. In case okay. someone has waited a month to hear my opinion on it, well congratulations. Uh but there's an insane amount of accessibility options, more than any other game, to my knowledge, has ever had. Like, mm-hmm. pages upon pages upon pages of stuff, which is fantastic, because people who are hard of hearing or hard it's of sight... It's inclusive, so everyone can play it. Exactly, everyone yeah. can play it. I had no problem turning on a couple of them for myself, namely mm-hmm. Autogather. I encourage everyone who plays this game to turn on Autogather, mm-hmm. because when Ellie just walks around, or other people who you might have played... Oh, playing, you can get Autogather. You just pick up, he, nice. and I'm like, I don't have time to look. And I also turned on a pulse. It's so much work to pick up things all the time. Uh, no, it is. No, it is, that's, though. It that's is. great. That's great. This was, it, was a lot yeah. of, it was a lot of picking up stuff. Uh, yeah. So that's fantastic. I said it before, and I'll say it again. Every new game that comes out has the potential to be the best-looking game ever. I think it's the best-looking game ever. It's really, really beautiful. It'll get topped, it's I'm sure, this gorgeous. year by something. But this is an unbelievably-looking yes. game. Uh, and then, I guess last but not least, music. Music was a big thing. Gustavo yeah. Seven. I can't pronounce his last name. The composer from the first game is back for the second game. Okay, yeah. I don't know about you. I didn't notice as many standout tracks, except I did notice Vanishing Grace, which is the song from the giraffe scene. Oh, yeah, It was yeah, kind yeah. of in the background, twisted sometimes. That's so subtle. Yeah, they're oh, sneaky, wow. sneaky bitches. Did you well, get... plus you had the guitar stuff, the little that, guitar scenes Exactly. Playing, the guitar right? scenes were fantastic. They did, were really cool. Did you get the take on me scene? Uh, oh, yeah, 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 the yeah. cover that Ellie, Ellie does that, right? That's the best one. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was really, really good. I, um, I, I, yeah, no, and, and the original song that Joel writes for her, I can't remember what it's called. It's not an original song. Oh, Pearl it's not Jam a, song. What the real? It sounds so astonishingly perfect for his situation. It really does. That it sounds like it's, it, I, wow. I literally thought okay. that too, and then I was watching That's good to know. an interview with uh, the game director, Neil Druckmann. And one of the questions was, when did you realize that Future Days was the perfect song for this game? And I'm like, are you shitting me? Because yeah. it, like, it tells the story. Oh, man. Wow. Cool. So, so yeah, All feel right. free, people, to go out and listen to uh, Future yes, Days by Pearl absolutely. Jam. If we were on the uh, radio right now, we definitely would have played that for our intro. But cool. alas. 
uh, yeah, Take On Me was fantastic. Okay, so the story. Let's just get right into the meat and, meat and ghiblies of this. You start off playing as Joel. He explains the situation to Tommy. Basically, you know, he, he tells the story of the ending of the previous game to Tommy. He's cleaning this guitar. He's, like, meticulous. I've never seen anyone as meticulous cleaning, like, the edge of a guitar before. Mm-hmm. Strange. You understand what you see. You know, the edges can get really dirty, so it's just a, it's a Joel thing. We wouldn't understand. It's a, yeah, it's yeah. just a Joel thing. So yeah. then he explains it. He explains what he's doing to Tommy. He goes. They ride out. They have a little bit. He meets up with Ellie. There's some tension there. Mm-hmm. Clearly, early on, we know. Yeah, like, there's some. Co- there's something heavy in the air that we're yeah. not. Yeah, we don't know what's going on. Yeah. Then, fast forward a little bit until the big spoiler. Spoiler. This is your last warning. I think I already spoiled it. Fuck it. <laughs> I think you did. <laughs> uh, you play as some girl named Abby mm-hmm. who is jacked. Yeah. So I want to talk about Abby's character a bit later. Yes. But early on, like every time that she has a chance to show off how jacked she is, oh, she Oh, she's does. got some big old python. She's I want like, her to hold it. me in her arms. Yeah. Like I just, mm. But they have like, she's always doing, like, she's like, like leaning back and flexing or she's just got like her arms crossed and like showing off the muscles. Like. Yeah, but at the same time, I will say um, the female characters in this game were incredibly playable and incredibly realistic. And I found them very empowering in a like, yeah, they just happen to be strong women that are doing things. Like we don't have to rub it in anyone's face. Like, oh, here's a, here's a woman and look at her. She can do things. And that's yeah. so awesome. And I, so I don't know. I, I really like that about both her and Ellie. Yeah, they were they're bad bitches. Yes. I kept saying that when Absolutely. I was playing as Ellie. Uh, every time I would do something, I'm like, Ellie's a bad bitch. Yeah. And that's But important. they have different, like, you know, because, like, uh, Abby's, like, she's got the big arms and the muscles and, like, fuck, mm-hmm. like, you know, and then and then Ellie's just, like, uh, a different kind of Gatorade. Do you know what I mean? I've yeah. never used that analogy, but. Now it is. Very, two We're in Corona time. Nothing uh, is real. It's fine. Skill sets. Yeah. No, totally. So you play as Abby and uh, briefly, and then you swap back to Joel, and then. Joel and Abby meet up. Joel's with Tommy. Mm. Abby leads them into a group of them. She discovers, she re- reveals, as anyone probably could have guessed, that she was looking for Joel. And then straight up tortures, followed by murders Joel with the golf club yes. in front of Ellie. Yeah. What were your thoughts when you saw that? That was incredibly hard to watch. It was just surreal. Mm-hmm. It's It was the same with some, the, some stuff that happens right at the end of the game. I was going to say movie, but the end of the game that you're just like... I can't believe they showed this. I don't know. Yeah. It was incredibly upsetting. Like, I feel like uh, he's all of our dads. He is all of our dads. I I don't blame. I like we'll get into thoughts and feelings a bit later, too. Yeah. I don't blame anyone who doesn't like this game because when you buy a game and also when I I bought this game digitally and I canceled like a physical pre-order because I didn't feel like going into the store. Mm -hmm. When I finished it, I was like, fuck, I should have bought it physical because I could probably trade it and get some good value. Because right. even as soon as I was done, I've settled on it over the couple weeks. As soon as I was done, I was like, I never want to play that game again. I had to kill my dad, you know? Yeah. So you play that game or you, you play that bit as Joel. And Joel's been friendly. I know a big thing is, like, why would Joel and Tommy give out their names? Well, it's been a few years. They think they're safe. And Tommy gives out the name, right? That's been a big thing online because Ellie didn't give her name to, what's his name? David in the first game. Right. Uh, so they think they're safe. That's why they give it up. It's just writing people. But yeah, like I, I thought he was gonna die in this game too, because there's no way. There's, in my mind, there was no way Joel was gonna make it out. But you think he's gonna die like you know three quarters I, in? Yeah, I figured he would die too. That was it was. It, I think that's what it was too. The timing, like it happened so soon that you're just like, there's no way. Yeah. And you and usually I always go off the. 
you know, even when you think they're dead, they're not dead, mm -hmm. right? And even if you think they are dead, they're probably not dead. But in this case, I was like, oh, he's really super dead. This is yeah. not good. Yeah, like they they didn't want to leave any uh, no, it was... any room for interpretation. He yeah. was super fucking dead. Yeah. Yeah, so, I, like, I don't know about you. I was, as I think you're supposed to, like, I went on an emotional roller coaster with this oh, game. Yeah. And I think you're supposed to. So pissed at Abby. Like, yeah. like this bitch needs to this die. Bitch. I want to cut off her giant pythons. I want to, like, shove yes. them down her throat, like, go Mortal Kombat on her. And Ellie is there, too. Yeah. But it's going to be an important theme that, that might not be the right decision. But either way, Ellie takes off on this journey. Dina's mm -hmm. supporting her. Right, yeah. You find out that Tommy initially was not so much on it and then bailed. And then you kind of – now you're in the game. So – yeah, I I don't like that they killed Joel. I would have preferred, I would have preferred to play a game where Joel didn't die that early, but I yeah. can understand and respect the fact that they were like, this is the story we're gonna tell. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So then you move into the meat of the game. You get to Seattle. I talked about it a bit on our previous episode, but I I like more the first game about you're traveling across the United States. Yeah. I didn't particularly like being in one city. Yeah, it's all it's all Seattle, and then at the end, it's um what Catalina? California, California, okay, well, somewhere, yeah, I don't know, somewhere in there. There's an island in California. It's true. Yeah, it 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 was cooler to have the the range of scenery and all the stuff happening, and instead you're like, oh, it's Seattle. Look, that's like, uh, knockoff Starbucks. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Now there was, I mean, the the Seattle's obviously a big city, so you can make a city work. I thought it was interesting that you had that open world section early on, and then you yeah. never touch it again. So when we're talking about the take on me thing, I missed. And then it's all guided. After yeah, that, I right? missed yeah. take on me because I was exploring around and I thought I had like, oh, oh this will be the hub. You'll like keep coming back to this because that's always how games work. Right. I thought, I thought, and then I totally missed exploring the bottom section. So afterward, I was reading reviews like, oh my god, take on me. I'm like, what? Google. That <laughs> sucks. Yeah. Oh. Can't believe it. But that guitar mini game is fantastic. Like the yeah the Blink 182 guy just played his own song on the guitar. Oh. So people can look that up, That's and people so cool. have gone like, yeah, I love that. but like hurt by Johnny Cash and all oh, sorts wow. of acoustic stuff. It's crazy. Huh. So uh, the gameplay. Now this is probably a better time to get into it. What? How? As a backseat gamer, how did you find the gameplay loop of this game? So like gathering items, going to places, finding Abby's friends, all that kind of stuff. So the actual like, I mean, we'll touch on the story in a second, but the actual <laughs> gameplay feed of the stuff how did you find it i mean i'm not sure how insightful i'll be since i don't play it um i i liked that some things were kind of enhanced that i could tell people wanted like you could finally oh no that's more of a, a weaponry thing but i was liking how no, you could, that's fine uh Sorry. how you got the archery earlier on in the game and you could actually like craft your shit i thought that was really cool um I don't know. I, I apologize. I don't have too much to say about the gameplay. Well, the main reason I bring it up is because, like, I thought the gameplay was really tight, even tighter than the first one, I would say. Uh, but I thought that the pacing with the gameplay was a bit off. Like, I don't know if maybe you were the type of person who was glued to the entire thing. But when I was playing, I would look over at my girlfriend who was, again, glued to the screen for yeah. the first one. On her phone a lot, this one. Because there were these long periods of time where it's just like, Kill five dudes, walk up a block, yeah. search every house yeah. for, like, Get, a piece of cloth. Getting everything back in order and crafting and all that stuff. Yeah, like, there would getting be periods back. of, you know, an hour, two hours, three hours where you wouldn't really have any 
story stuff. And we got to the point where she would go to bed earlier, and I'd be like, oh, can I, I just want to keep playing. And I could comfortably play usually like 45 minutes. Like if they said, oh, man, it's just one more block away mm-hmm. to get to, I don't know, say Nora, one of Abby's friends. Mm-hmm. And she'd be like, oh, I don't want to miss that. I'm like, you probably have 45 minutes to an yeah, hour. Yeah, you have some time. Of me doing all this stuff. So the actual gameplay loop was fun, but the I thought the pacing of how much of it there was was off. Did you find that too? or, or I... uh, A little bit, yeah. yeah. I think so, yeah. Hmm. Mm. Good. Well, I guess good. I mean... I'm not a much of a survival person either. I'm terrible at sneaking. Mm. So maybe... You're not the, the stealth kind of player? Or I'm, I'm stealth for a bit, or? and then as soon as it fails, I'm like, fuck this, and I go well, guns blazing. Yeah, it's like, I, I prefer watching stealth. I, I think stealth is so fun, because mm-hmm. you, you really get that adrenaline. Like, personally, I you know, I'm such a chicken, but um, I don't know. I And that's another thing I really appreciated, is there were so many ways to play the the combat yeah like you could stealth and there and they gave so many different ways to enter an area and go in around that way and i i love that as well like there there were truly like uh things could either go horribly horribly wrong and you could that's another thing too if you just get shot once and you get caught in that loop of kind of getting shot and not being able to like retaliate or whatever during battle you're kind of fucked like you can die really really fast yeah you do feel like you're playing as i think ellie and abby play a little bit differently yes but particularly sure. with Ebley, you're just like if she gets caught she's done like yes. she doesn't have i mean if you have like a upgraded melee weapon or something maybe but for the most part if you're going toe-to-toe with somebody ellie's gonna die mm-hmm. uh yeah the i thought the, the actual combat was really nice yeah the, there were some new infected types that were annoying but in a good way yes the there were different types of human enemies there are the wolves and the scars or seraphites oh, i hate the dogs everyone hates the dogs right okay. new new deal i've been playing assassin's creed 3 okay? yeah also a game where you have to kill dogs can we just get rid of dog killing yeah I in games period it's, can that be an accessibility what's option the point of it like i don't know i remember when i i used to smoke pot in high school and play like call of duty with my boyfriend at the time and he just send the dogs on me and i'm like i'm dying every time i'm sorry yeah. i can't do it I don't, and I, uh, and and it makes it worse too when you end up playing on Abby's side and you get to know that dog like I can't remember the dog's name but it was just it was Alice I think her name was right Alice yeah, yeah. you're right yeah um, I hate it no thank you <laughs> yeah so not only do they humanize the people but they humanize the dogs too yeah so it's like yeah can we just I'll sign a petition even though it's realistic that people would have yeah. dogs no dog killing any game if they could pick a sh- please b- pick like a shitty animal no I was gonna say a falcon falcons are actually really falcons cool. are pretty cool so, yeah fish <laughs> and people are comfortable killing fish. Uh, choose non-dogs next yes, time. Please. That'd be great. I know a goat. Not nah, even then. No, with eyebrows, cool, you feel bad yeah. killing. So I mean, their pupils be... are weird, but that doesn't justify their deaths. No. <laughs> <laughs> Don't take that quote out of context. Uh, yeah. yeah. So killing dogs is is not fun. Um, no. But yeah, the the combat was really tight. I liked the upgrades. I also like the subtle thing of you can see Ellie or Abby building all their shit i'm yes. like that's probably that really, i don't really know anything cool. about guns but that's oh, probably i loved even work. the little details when you get the the different uh with the the workshop tables to upgrade all your stuff and they're all different and then when yeah. you're at the their seraphites thing later um it's even like a wood one with like a oil lamp and like they had to do that for every different like yeah there were so many nice little details and yeah, I mean, I don't know how personally when I injure myself, wrapping the same bandaid on the same place doesn't do much for me. But yeah, if I get bit by a dog in the leg, I want to wrap my shoulder with. Yeah, well, you know, even if he bites your butt, um, the healing comes from the forearm. That's right. That's so correct. Very I'm important. a doctor. That is a fact. Yeah, can confirm. Um, no, but every everything looked awesome. 
Yeah, really the, the detail in the world and the uh, like the houses. Sometimes when you when you yes. play a game, even again, really really You're good like, games. Oh, they reuse that fridge. Yes, I've yeah. seen that before, and especially now I, that I bought a house last year, I'm very aware of all the houses I see in games. Mm-hmm. So like, I was playing Mass Effect not that long ago, and I'm like, everyone has the same cutting board. Oh, that's not very exciting. It's like such just, a dumb they, little thing. Yeah. I'm like, they all shop at the same space Obviously. IKEA, but in this one, it's just like, oh shit, everyone's got their own like different thing oh, going yeah. on. There, yeah, there were so many, so many details. Like I, 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 I actually was watching a. Um, actually, we'll shout out to Christopher Odd on YouTube because he really takes his time. But um, I could just like survey the environments forever there's so many cool things to take in and little story building elements in all of the houses and um i found them to be incredibly realistic and a lot of notes too like I, yes. I don't remember that many notes in the first game or at least i don't remember giving a shit about the notes in the first game mm-hmm. so it was my experience with it was torn it's good that you paid more attention to my girlfriend <laughs> though, because well, i was like i want to be able to she shuts it down like two three hours before i do every night mm-hmm. um morning people <laughs> weird but I would be like, I want to get to as much story stuff as I can while she's awake. But at the same time, I'm kind of enjoying taking my time, taking these people apart. And then seeing the notes of like people who tried to make it out or like meet me here if you get this or something like that. Oh, absolutely. And then there was the one, I think it was Boris was his name. Do you remember the the archer guy? Yeah, yeah. And there was the whole thing. They really built it up and they hinted up and Boris, like he's like the archer guy. Yeah, Oh shit, I'm going to get a bow. Like, yeah. Yeah, and then eventually he attacks you and he's like, oh shit. Yeah, that's true. I think it was. That's dark though because you're. uh, They killed his daughter and then he tried to poison a bunch of people and then Mm. he knocked them out and then trapped them in a room with a bunch Mm. of infected. I'm like, oh shit. Another thing I really appreciate about the house and the environments too is like they had more uh realistic resources lying around like if you're in a bathroom you're gonna find a rag or you're gonna find alcohol mm-hmm. or something and like vice versa with like finding ammo in like a garage like it's more you know i keep all my bullets in my garage so you know yeah, yeah. obviously <laughs> i mean if it's zombie apocalypse i would probably forgive people for having a bullet in like every room of the house for sure but yeah totally if you're in the kitchen you expect to find a blade Yes. More than in the living room or in yeah. the bathroom, you might it, find something. It's very the opposite of like, uh, is it Bioshock where you can find a pineapple in the garbage can a lot? Probably. Okay. I don't know. It's I been a while since I played Bioshock. But I mean, yeah. I do leave a lot of pineapples in garbage cans, but it's neither here nor there. That's another Seinfeld reference where you can just take the food out of the garbage. <laughs> it was on top. It was totally fine. It wasn't like an eclair that he ate. I don't know. This is too yeah, many exactly. Seinfeld references for one <laughs> podcast. So uh, eventually, I don't know about you, but like the entire time that I was playing as Ellie, I still felt the rage. Like, you mm. go through, you see that Tommy tortured people, and you learn the yes. torture technique of... Picking up his breadcrumbs. Yeah, you're, well, you're following Tommy. The entire time, I'm like, oh my god, please don't have Tommy be dead, too. Yeah. But the torture technique of have one guy write something down, have the other guy say it, and make sure they match. And so it's like, Tommy tortured these guys yeah. and then executed them. It's like, oh, so, so Tommy's really turned, too, because he was, yeah. like, the nicer brother in the first one, right? And then... Ellie tortures Nora. She totally dies. Like, it yeah. looks like she just kills her. But oh, 100%. She gets the information. That and was I, dark as hell. Yeah. I remember seeing an article. I forget where I should do the bare minimum of Googling it. Mm. And it was a, basically of someone saying, torture is too prevalent in video games, and it works too often. For the fact that torture is terrible and, like, against the Geneva Convention yeah. probably or whatever. But, like, in almost every game, there's a scene where the main character has to torture somebody, mm-hmm. and it works. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, so if you're just johnny call of duty guy playing through this game on a rage mission you're just like yeah of course she tortured somebody it's what video game characters do yeah it's natural right what you should be thinking is holy shit ellie this innocent child who likes puns in the first game is now torturing people no big deal Mm -hmm. and so it starts to 
I don't again, I don't know what you it wore on me. I was like, oh, I don't know. For sure. I mean, I think um you felt a change there because um I mean, I'm not saying that all her actions up until then were, you know, she's a very flawed person mm -hmm. as well. She's made a lot of mistakes, but um, there's a difference between killing for survival and, like, really drawing it out like she did with Nora. And I think that's when I started to get the, like, oh, this is really bad feeling. You know, some, like, there, there's a change in her. Um, yeah. Yeah, she, a change is a good way of putting it. Yeah. There. She slowly started to, like a, I, whatever, I don't know, humanity might be the wrong word, but... She got really pushed by the the desire for revenge. And then, of course, she kills Alex. Yeah. And then, again, we're fast-forwarding a little bit here to get to the halfway point of the game where she kills Owen and she kills, uh, what was her name, Mel. Yes, yeah. Owen reveals that Mel was pregnant. Pregnant, yeah. And then Abby, or not Abby, Ellie almost throws up. It's like dry heaving because she's like, oh, my God. She's, like, disgusted. Like, it's just like a... Yeah, yeah, she yeah. just can't take it. Especially no. because at that point, you know that Dina is pregnant. And mm -hmm. Dina's been, like, the most bro-bro of all time. Like, for someone who I just started Dina. dating, for to be like, I'm just going to, whatever you do, I'm not going to judge. We're just going to go and kill this bitch, and then that's going to be the end of yeah, it. Yeah, she's like, got her back, like, 100%. Yeah, yeah. Dina and, and Jesse, I thought, were extremely likable. Yeah. Yeah, for like sure. Both. Okay, so then you get to the halfway point of the game. Mm -hmm. You've killed almost everyone in Abby's crew. Manny got killed by uh, Tommy, the sniper, I think. Pretty they, sure. they died so fast. Manny yeah. died so fast. And then uh, Jesse died so, so fast. Yeah, and, and then I, you're asked to move on. You just didn't on. have time. And, uh. like, Ellie didn't even, like, have time to mourn. No. And, like, I would be later in the game, I'd be like, Jesse's dead. They fucking killed Jesse. Yeah. yeah. And uh, just briefly touching back on Mel um, dying, that was the darkest thing I've ever seen in a video game. Hands down. Yeah. My friend that was playing it, um, uh, who I was talking about, like, he messaged me and he's just like, I'm not okay. Like, this really altered me. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it was it was dark as hell. It's not good. Almost, almost topped by Abby doing the same thing consciously yes. later. Yeah. Thank God for Lev yes. being there. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so you have the, you've been going up against this person the entire time. You think she's terrible. Mm -hmm. In the meantime, you have these... Uh, flashbacks interspersed and we can talk about the flashbacks in a second uh, where you have these wonderful moments with Joel but then finally it's like it's starting to look up we know where Abby is we've killed like eight of her crew we have Dina Jesse Tommy all in one spot starting to look okay you're not paying attention or Ellie's not paying attention lifts her guard down all of a sudden Abby's there gun drawn guns out in a more literal sense too because you're wearing a tank top hell yeah takes out Jesse in like a bullet, random bullet like not yeah. even particularly aiming for it. Yeah. Is about to execute. I thought Tommy was dead to be quite honest with you. I was astonished yeah, when I he showed he up was at dead the too. end. Lucky Tommy, I guess. Didn't seem like he was too happy at the end there. But then you have the cut to black start the game over as Abby. When yes. that happened, what were your thoughts? You're like, "Oh my god, I have to play as this person or um I don't know. It was it was such a surprise. I feel like for everyone, like that's such a uh, going against like the way that we understand gameplay for the most part, right? Like to just switch uh, switch that. Um, I got the sense rate. I didn't think it was gonna last. I thought it was gonna be a bit of context because mm -hmm. um, you just get a sense at least in the um, 
in the Last of Us games, there's something about the light quality and the whatever that you're like, oh, this is a special moment. Like, mm-hmm. this is, you know? Um, so I didn't, like, I don't know if you did. I didn't expect that. As soon as you started having to gather items, and then when you got to one of the tables... And but, I saw well, all you can my... pick up is a coin and a bottle, right? Yeah. To break the... Early, yeah, very early on. Yes. Um... Oh, you, that's what you mean. You mean the flashback yeah, with sorry, her dad? Yeah, sorry. I'm thinking about in the zoo, like with her dad and stuff with, yeah. with Abby. Yeah. This might. Be, I mean, before we talk about playing as Abby properly, this might be a good time to talk about the flashbacks because they try to do a lot of humanization there. Those are probably my favorite parts of the game. The flashbacks with, I mean, the one with Abby's dad is like, they freed a zebra, so yeah, I feel good about her dad. You're yeah. supposed to. It's like I just adopted two kittens, mm-hmm. and then I was saying to my girlfriend, I'm like, Ugh, these kittens, they won me over. They're so cute, and she's like, that's their job. They're yeah. cute, so you don't kill them. Yeah. That's the job of babies, right? They're still alive today. They did exist yeah. to this day. <laughs> so uh, they did their job. So when the zebra popped up, I'm like, of course I like him. He yeah. freed a zebra. But, like, that's manipulative. <laughs> but- I thought they were going to go full giraffe again. They're like, oh, the dads, they link with giraffe love. Yeah, they had, I, mean, I guess they had to switch it up. What's another African uh, mammal that's not a lion or an yeah. elephant? It also reminded me of zebra noises, which are the opposite of a guinea pig noise. It's like, whoop. I don't know. I'm going to stop. There you go. I mean, I've heard many guinea pigs. I don't think I've ever heard a zebra in my life. But yeah, so you meet basically Wonder Dad. He's like the world's most perfect dad. Yeah. So that way you feel bad about him dying. Mm -hmm. And they really like hammer in that moment with, um, I'm blanking on her name, the leader of the Fireflies. Oh. Marlene. uh, Marlene. Marlene. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So Marlene's talking to Abby's. I don't think he gets a name. Uh, Marlene's talking to Abby's dad and she's like, well, what if it was your kid? Yes. But what if it was your kid? And he doesn't answer because he's got no answer. And I was like, that's the, probably the correct response. Because I, I don't know if I could do it if it was my kid. Joel sure couldn't. No. Yeah. No, definitely not. Probably not, honestly. So then, but then uh, you have a few different cutscenes with Joel. You have a few, couple different cutscenes with Tommy. One really smart, I think, to establish Tommy is like a ball and sniper. You have like a oh, full yeah, cutscene. Oh, that was like, fun. Hey, this is the guy's the best shot around yes. so maybe when you run into a sniper later who everyone talks about how hot good he is yeah. it might be the same guy i thought that that was a really smart little thing like it was a and it was like a fun little like tutorial kind of thing yeah and it was nice too because i mean i already knew like tommy was a nice guy he's his brother whatever but like i personally like i don't remember having that like that many moments with him uh in the first game and yeah it was just it was nice to get that like niece uncle like little moment great yeah i mean tommy's just a really nice guy so it's like the more tommy they get the better in my well he is he is then yeah at that point he is yeah yeah we'll get to the ending yeah um (laughs) but i think an amazing amazing scene potentially my favorite one in the game if not for the very last cutscene with joel was the museum yes the museum is a fantastic scene it's probably the the giraffes of this game but it's even better because it's longer like giraffes was an incredible moment because it's just like ugh. Yeah, that Thank was you. Let's awesome. take a little breath. That was that was a, well that and that had a moment of mindfulness to it. That mm-hmm. was like yes, no, but I mean the the museum was so well. We had a briefly a, mu- a museum moment. Um, didn't they look at dinosaur sculptures in the first game? Yeah, I think so. Okay. They might have touched on something, but yeah, this was just an ex- like a 20-25 minute sequence. No zombies, I don't think. Dad took us on a field trip. Yeah, Dad yeah. takes you on a little field trip. Yeah, and he's got that like I've I've joked around that I need to work on it, like the dad moment of just 
hands in pockets walking around looking at nothing uh-huh. because you're just a place that you don't particularly well, I don't give a know, shit though. about. I think, I think he fucked with it. I think he fucks with space really hard. Well, yeah, they... but he's not as into it as Ellie. Yeah, so there's true. a period of where he's just looking I... around. He's like, I'm here because she wants to be. You know there's I mean? something so sweet about that, too, because, I mean, in that, like, apocalyptic world, obviously you really don't get to be a child. And she still was one. And yeah. It was like, yeah, here's, here's just this little moment in time. Um, mm-hmm. Where you can not worry about dying, maybe. Where you can just put, yeah. you can put hats on dinosaurs. You and can, just have a and good you moment. should, you yeah. should put hats on dinosaurs. If people weren't putting the hats on dinosaurs and on Joel, then yeah. you missed a major opportunity. <gasps> could you put a hat on Joel? Yeah. And that's it. Fuck. Oh, see, this, I, I feel like <laughs> I you could talk it. to fifteen different people and get fifteen different experiences. Oh, Hopefully, most of them, unlike me, got last uh, the, the take on me scene. Like, oh, yeah. But yeah, you could put a hat on Joel, and then at the very end, when you go upstairs to the Brachiosaur, uh-huh. he'll like throw the hat on the top of the Brachiosaur. Oh, that's so nice. It's incredible. I love it. But then it, it finishes off, it starts off with dinosaurs, and then it finishes off, of course, with space. Yes. You go visit the capsule, and then you get in, and then you. It's the first, I think, case of non diegetic sound where, like, you're. Excuse me. In Ellie's Magic, it's a... Oh, yeah. Which where you're hearing stuff that the character isn't actually hearing. Yes, okay. So you're in Ellie's Imagination for a brief moment. I think everything up until then is, like, realistic. Realistic as much as it can be with zombies. Yeah. But for a little second there, I was like, we're going to be in the imagination of a child. And I was like, ah. Yeah, that was wonderful. It's just a sweet moment. Yeah, well, I mean, Ellie's an imaginative person, too. And you get to see... um, that creative side in her a little bit in this game like you get to see her drawings and her illustrations and um however briefly and uh, yeah i think it's so magical the journal and then the pin at the end too which she still wears on her backpack absolutely the game yep the whole time she carries that pin yeah which i hope they sell i mean we'd all buy it i would buy it i would probably buy it yeah Yeah. (laughs) definitely uh along with guitars with a little like moth on them yeah that's nice probably would buy that too yeah uh yeah so then okay so moving on the, the cut the flashbacks mm. among the best parts of the game i think everyone could agree with it because it's just pure character yeah i think a couple of them might That's have some combat yeah exactly yeah. you're just enjoying these two people hanging out but then you start playing as abby and i realized that you're gonna be playing as abby for a while when i got to a bench and there were upgrade trees yes I'm like, yeah fuck but you upgrade fast like i feel like it progresses like yeah i think that i feel like the first half of the game was technically like a little bit Is longer than the second half. Build? Yeah, yeah, like a it, bit. it took longer to get places as Ellie, but with it, which was probably smart because honestly, as soon as I saw like my level one guns and I had to get the pills to upgrade my health again, I'm like, mm. fuck, I do not. That was like, I know it's a big thing in video games. I don't know about either you or the person who played it, uh, but I I kind of like games where you just get a sword. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. I know it's a big thing in video games. Like okay. you get sword. You don't 2. want 0. all of those options. Exactly. Yeah. Which okay. Some people love that shit power to them mm-hmm. i don't <laughs> i'm too lazy i don't want to have to look around well, for like all the things so it's like looking in every corner because once i know that i could have missed mm-hmm. a pill five minutes ago i can't not get it well i don't know how it is with you like since you like physically played it or whatever because they give you so many fun options for guns in this game mm-hmm. but like it's not like you're going to be able to use your favorite gun all the time because you're working with the bullets you have anyway yeah like like it, it would be fun like if i were playing it i'd want to like probably use a silencer all the time or like you know but that's not an option yeah you, don't you end up option. just grabbing whatever you have so you don't die usually i found i pretty regularly had 
all everything, if not almost everything, of like the up the, the material, like blades, cloth, alcohol, mm. whatever. Those are all almost full the entire time because yeah. that was so meticulous. Did you utilize those a lot? Did you utilize like the you pipe know, bombs? You know, you stuff? get yeah. your favorite couple things. Yeah. I don't think I ever use a stun bomb, for example. I used trip mines occasionally, like if I was running away from something, particularly an infected, like a bloater. If it was chasing mm. me, I'm like trip, I'm below me. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, got my favorite. I have a terrible aim. So that was a big thing too. I was like, anything that doesn't require aim, shotguns, did you, very did good. Did the, the the holding the breath mechanic help when you a had bit, that? Yeah. A bit, yeah. I think I might have turned on like, oh yeah, I had a auto aim on on accessibility, but okay. on low, so it would kind of like, let me just give you a little hand, you know, like the yeah. The two people I watched play it um, didn't really utilize the um, the. Uh, the stun people like that first strike that really knocks them off balance which yeah. i wish they would have because when i've seen people play it like that like where you really like get people like off on the wrong foot it's you have the advantage and it um yeah it's awesome but i think it would be a very different game to play on the hardest difficulty yes where you so have hard. like you if you miss a bullet that's huge what did you play it on just normal yeah yeah i was like i, I just want to see the, the story if i ever play it again i'll probably play it on a harder difficulty just to see mm-hmm. but the first time i play a game it's usually on normal or even below oh, totally normal. me and my friend will play it on easy like yeah just to just, get through the story we're just here for a good time yeah we're here you for know? a good time not a yeah, long yeah. time i got a day job you know i'm not 14 anymore <laughs> for sure i got shit to do you're not 14 yeah i know okay. it's astonishing i'm but kidding okay yeah it's okay people can't tell from my voice <laughs> sometimes so you're playing as abby <laughs> yeah. uh were you comfortable playing as the 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 bitch who killed joel that um, <laughs> um, I I think initially it took me a little while, but I really I really I I don't know. Like she really grew on me. I did because when you play someone, you you inhabit them, right? Like mm-hmm. you get. I don't know. I th- I forget. I think it was uh, again those girlfriend abuse people that had a great quote that was, "Forgiveness is harder than any difficulty setting," mm. and that was I think a lot of people, when they started playing as Abby, they just said no. Yeah. I'm not going to play as her. I'm totally connected to Joel. Joel is my dad. Joel is Peak Man. She killed Peak Man. And they just refused to. And that's like, they carried that Did forward. Did people like stop playing the game from that? 100%. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Okay. Like I didn't, I didn't like her at first, but there, there's, there's things that happen and, and, um, story bits and shit happening to her too. And you're like, oh shit, she's a person too. I, I would, I'm not going to judge anyone for it either way, but I think a, a case could be made for like the, there's people online who take it too far and call like Neil Druckmann, Neil Cuckman. And like, these are the people who go, but yeah, those people have a problem, but the case definitely could be made of, you have uh, what's called the Nietzsche Ubermensch, Joel mm-hmm. Superman from the first game. He's like six, two, he's jacked. He's got touch of gray, mm. you know, he's got the perfect Southern voice. He's on the just for men box. He's the perfect, like idealized man. And I yeah. think a lot of, you know, we're talking about teenage boys. A lot of guys are playing this, and I'm like Joel's Joel's the perfect man. And then he's protecting Petite. She's a lesbian, sure, but she's mm-hmm. still way more feminine, uh, like uh, visually than Abby. Yeah, she she's got a feminine appearance. Yeah. I would say she's far from anything but what what we consider in actions, to be feminine. In action, she's yes. definitely not as feminine. But yeah. appearance-wise, you have perfect uber man protecting perfect feminine Little woman baby girl yeah i yeah. think that's a, a it's clearly a huge male fantasy it's part of why the reason why the first one sold so bad and sold so I well i think about it that way and i don't blame anyone who's just like this is why i fucking love this game because like it's tough to just be the uber mensch in your own life and that's it. games are a fantasy mm-hmm. if that was your fantasy and that's why you love the first game i will not judge you for it 
So if you played this game and you're just like, so my Ubermensch was killed by a girl who's jacked more than some Olympic weightlifters mm-hmm. early on, and then I'm expected to empathize with this person? I can see there's definitely a case to be made yeah. that there's an attack on... The, or let me rephrase. This game is going to be very challenging for some people's masculinity. And again, yeah. I'm not going to judge people but for that. Because yeah. it's a game you buy. You're buying it because you want an escape. I mean, I've seen wonderful, strong male figures play this game. And be, it's not an issue for them. Like, yeah. you know, I, so I guess I can't, I can't speak for other people. Like, but I, yeah, I didn't consider that at all. If that would be uh, how it is as uh, a cis male or a, a general guy playing as a girl for all of the game. Mm-hmm. Well, I, yeah, I don't think playing as Ellie is the problem because Ellie kind of takes on a few of the traits. Yeah. But to ha- I think, I mean, they had to know what they were doing. That's why I was talking about the Abbey design at the beginning. They had mm-hmm. to know what they were doing when they were designing. We're going to give this person who has very masculine traits mm-hmm. and could be threatening to someone with a fragile ego or a fragile sense of self, maybe. And we're going to have them kill their idealized version of man. Like, there's something philosophically there that I feel like a video essay at some point will come out and, like, really oh, delve into Oh, for sure. It. I would be very interested to... to Maybe I'll be the one that... Watch that, that video, video essay, essay no for idea. sure. <laughs> because, like, eventually you'd hope that they get to the point where they understand. Mm-hmm. But if someone just was like, I bought this game. I work every day. I bought this game with my money. I didn't want to feel these feelings. And they just quit. Mm-hmm. I, I honestly couldn't blame them, you know? Yeah, I I think whatever that sounds very therapisty to say, but I think whatever someone ends up um, feeling about this game is valid. I understand if it's too upsetting for somebody. Um, I understand either way. Mm-hmm. I I I don't know. Like personally, I'm I'm still I'm still gonna love it. I think it's uh, amazingly cinematic. Mm-hmm. I think the environments are really special. I think the story is really special, and I think in general, it's a huge commentary on. Um, anger and revenge definitely and i think i all yeah of that yeah I, yeah I i respect this game more than i like it and i like it i'm definitely came on like i on probably the, won't the revisit it for like a few years though <laughs> yeah like because it, it was rough i yeah. i actually wrote down a quote um that i saw on a youtube comment of all things mm. this is one of the best games i've ever played yet also the most unpleasant emotionally devastating game oh I've ever my played. god yes it made the first game seem happier in, in comparison that's a really good way of putting it it's like yeah this game is incredible it's amazingly made. This is an incredible story, mm-hmm. and it's hard to play. Mm-hmm. And like all the, if you're if you like those feelings, sure. Yeah. But it's like deeply unpleasant in some cases, including yeah. that first bit where you're just like, are they actually gonna make me as play as the person who killed killed my boy? Yeah. They be pushing the envelope. Naughty Dog be pushing the envelope. There's so many things in this game um, that I, for my experience at least, uh, break the mold from your standard thing like you know you've got gay representation trans representation um you're playing as girls you're like there and there's there's all these like um things that just uh joel dying right away like like and i wonder too um i'm curious what people think i'm so bad at staring staying on track i'm so sorry that's okay that's that's the nature (laughs) of podcasts okay great um i'm so curious what people's ideas of what should this game have been like what should it like what does that look like for people i don't know yeah i was kind of i'm trying to gauge the community by like reading youtube comments and twitter and reddit which is really risky as hell but uh again i was seeing a lot of people and then a common one that got like copied and pasted around was mm. imagine if john wick didn't kill the guys who killed his dog oh shit and i'm just like 
okay, yeah, but that's not the experience this game was Mm -hmm. or ever was. You know, like John Wick was, the fantasy of John Wick was, let's watch this badass guy kill everything. And he sure did. He he killed the (laughs) fuck out of everything. And and that's totally fine. But uh, that's what I mean. If you played the first game and you got to the ending, you're just like, Joel made the right choice because he's like, manly man, he made the manly call. To, like, bravely, yeah, to bravely love something too much. I'm just like, you missed the point. Mm -hmm. And that's why I feel people who who look at this as not Joel getting to the end of his story because of the choices he made. I'm like, "Mm, you might have missed the point of of this one, too. Yeah, I think if it would have been him and Ellie together for the whole game, um, I mean, that would have been delightful, Mm -hmm. you know? But uh, it just... I don't know. Good things can't last forever. I kind of wouldn't have minded if this was a third game and you had like... Mm. Well, I think there might still be a third game. I don't know if there's talk about that. Well, maybe. Okay. Uh, I'm, I definitely wouldn't mind if there was another game in this universe. Yes. Like, that, uh, given the yeah. way it ends up with Ellie, I'm like, yeah. oh, can't she still go? But in the same... I would totally be down for that. That'd be awesome. She just learns to shoot left-handed. Le- yeah, let's be Lev. Can we just be Lev in this new Lev game? Lev would be a good protagonist. Yeah, yeah for sure. But I, I wouldn't have minded if like you had another game where maybe... It was it's just happening in the same time period, and there's a few references, and the. So, or you mean for the third game? I mean for. Ooh, yeah, I mean sorry. if this was if this was a third game and you have a second game where you yes. still played as Ellie and you like you kind of lived through those the flashback moments, like mm. if the flashbacks were the second game, and you had more time to like be with Joel and Ellie and give them their like happy ending, quote unquote, and then maybe like the end of that game is Abby killing Ellie, and then you're like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Last of Us Part Three coming soon. That could have been something. Um... I don't know, because that's why when, when people were like, when I was looking at what people wanted, it seemed to be, we wanted another, we knew Ellie was going to be the protagonist. I don't think anyone had a problem with Ellie being the protagonist. No, I don't think I so. I didn't even see anyone having a problem with Ellie being a lesbian protagonist. That was like A-OK. Mm-hmm. It's interesting that they, they wrote it in such a way where it's like, the lesbian protagonist is less problematic than the straight female. It's like, hmm, well, well played. Way to, way to twist people there, Naughty Dog. Uh, less problematic to the fans, that is. Not less problematic okay. in the... Well, if I know people problematic have problems with the lesbian, there's a bigger problem there, I would say. Well, people have problems with all sorts of things. Yeah, all right, <laughs> carrying on. Moving on. Yeah. I feel like that was a revelation to some people in the room that the protagonist was a lesbian. But we knew that in, like, 2013 when the uh, mm. DLC came out. I don't yeah. know if you played that DLC. Uh, uh, well, I didn't play it, but I did watch it. Yes, absolutely. The, the cutest shit it was so cute. of all time. It's so cute. And it wasn't it wasn't sexualized. It wasn't fetishized. It was just like, yeah, she's gay. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was so sweet. They were, um, most of it was in the mall, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, it was a younger like a Ellie key and her lo- friends. Yeah, with Riley. That scene where they were in the uh, photo booth. Just like taking dumb pictures, I'm like, yeah. this is adorable. Like, it was let so them be cute. kids. It was lovely. Yeah, yeah. You and you have to let those those sweet moments and flashbacks linger and soak them in, and then go back to. You need to take them while yeah. you can. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so then you're playing as as Abby. Mm-hmm. Again, there's probably another ten hours. You see the wolves from this side. You see their leader. I forget his name. I don't really particularly care. Mm-mm. I know he's played as Jeffrey Wright, who's the new Commissioner Gordon, which is a fun little fact. Mm-hmm. Great actor. That's cool. Uh, so then you get to see the other side. You get to see Owen. You get to see Nora. You get to see all the other friends from the other side. You get to see Alice, the dog. <laughs> when she's you, a good dog. She's such a good dog. When you met characters as Abby that yes. you killed as Ellie, uh, did you feel extra bad that you killed them? Or were you like, they're already dead. I don't care. Oh, man. I I have a big, squishy, softy, gooey heart. I'm like a, like a hippie level 69. So, like, I, I loved all of those people. I really loved Manny. 
I didn't know. Like, it just made me feel more bad. I, I thought people say that Manny was poorly written. I, th- I think that's just because you mentioned, like, getting high and watching anime. I mean, he sounds like a bit of a player. Like, he's out yeah. there living his best life. I mean, it might sounds be a bit like... on the nose, but, like, why would he not say what he's going to do? Yeah, um, if I were in a zombie apocalypse, I would probably want to spend time with girls and do sexy stuff and like eat more burritos than i'm supposed to also i would eat exactly as many burritos as i could for sure yeah yeah i don't discredit manny for doing that (laughs) i thought the highlights of abby's scenes were i mean aside from lev and yara which we'll get to in a second Mm -hmm. but i really liked owen and mel yes in particular i thought that i mean it was a sex scene kind of came out of nowhere yeah Uh, uh, but both Owen and Mel. Every time that they were on screen, I was like, oh, I really understand what it's It's funny. Actually, from. I kind of didn't like Mel. And mm-hmm. I think it's because as I got to know Abby, um, I could sense that there's a tension between them, obviously. Um, they were friends originally, mm-hmm. right? There's even that note you get um, from Mel saying, thank you so much for helping me like with your dad or whatever. I'm, and, you know, um, I kind of didn't like her. I started to in, like inhabit um, Abby and I was just like, oh, like Mel's like, you know, the new girlfriend. Because yeah. I've been in that situation before. You've been um, usurped, and now you're worried. It's like, but, yes. And especially when they're in such a, a small group. Like, it's not like Winnipeg 2020, where mm. you open your phone and you have the world at your fingertips. This yeah. is like, you probably have, like, there's a lot of people. But still, maybe 20 or 30 that are in your single and in your mm-hmm. age range and general orientation, right? Yeah. And especially if they're going out on, on things together, it's like, you can't avoid your ex. What would that do to your mental state where you're just like, well, yeah. she's still you always with keep him. keep it civil. And, like, they slept together. So, clearly, Mel was right. Yeah. Trust your instincts, kids. She, yeah, her instincts were dead right, honestly. Yeah. Um, the Also, the sex scene. Yeah. Was, yeah. <laughs> uh, I was not expecting... I'm, I don't even know what to say. Um, there was no foreplay. It no. made It was painful to watch. Um, but I, I get it. Like, if there's an apocalypse, you're like, we might die in five mm-hmm. minutes so we should just smash yeah but it didn't look fun no props <laughs> to naughty dog for creating potentially the least pleasant consensual <laughs> sex scene in the history of video very games. consensual uh yeah wasn't no no i don't yeah it, their faces were just weird and like anytime you see characters kiss like the polygons don't quite look right yeah, but then I when was they were... expecting to see Abby's boob too. I can still see it even today. I can yeah. just release. Really I don't think any... <laughs> that's that's burned into a lot of people's brains for yeah. for all time. Yeah. That the boob that changed the world. Yeah. So uh, again, because we're running here, mm-hmm. so then you get close to the end of the game and you start to run into what Ellie's done, and now you're seeing Ellie oh, from yeah. a different perspective. So yeah. at the beginning, you're like all Ellie all day, mm-hmm. fuck this Abby bitch, and now it's like she's killing all her peoples. Everywhere you go, yeah. you run into the the aftermath of what Ellie's Forced doing. To be reckoned with. Yeah, she's. I mean, she kind of becomes a monster. So then when you when you show up, so you're as Abby, you're with Lev. I guess we probably shouldn't jump over Lev and Yara. What fucking great characters. Oh. oh my god, fantastic. Yeah. So they're with this religious... I don't think we ever found out who, like, the chick is. Right? The no, Seraphite lady? No, I thought we would find out. No, I think it's a mystery. There, you just see murals and you hear about how great she is and how not great she is from other people. We yeah. really didn't... Yeah. So you meet Lev, who is a trans boy. Yes. And became that way because, essentially, he was destined... Like, the, I guess they drew lots? It made no sense because Lev's such a badass fighter that why wouldn't you want him killing people? Yeah. But Yara, Lev's sister, was assigned to be a soldier. Lev was assigned to be a wife, 
for one of like the upper right they talked nails. about the assignment kind of thing it was called something else but yeah whatever it was right and then so lev decided fuck this shit i'm gonna shave my head like a guy because i am one exactly yes shave my head to take on the masculine characteristics would be a better way of saying that and totally. then uh go out and be a badass with yara and that's when the seraphites turned on him oh my god break yara's arm so hard to watch oh yeah that was horrendous <laughs> yeah that was ugh. That, yeah. a lot of rough things happened uh, that was one of the hardest things to watch. An arm get broken. Yeah, I didn't hammer. know initially when they present them because there's so much. Uh, it's what Abby's hanging. She almost dies. That's how we yeah. first meet them, right? And then no one brings it up. Like Owen's not like, "Why are you dead?" Because it's like, I guess this is just every day one of yeah. you might get strangled. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Horrible. Sure. Yeah, she's literally being strangled. It's like toe, I think, on a chair or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Just you know, they got it. They had to do it to him. I mean, it, Uncharted is all about hanging off of a ledge and almost dying. So they yeah. had to just, they had to throw yeah. one of those in Absolutely. there. Uh, and then, so Yara will eventually die. I think to the wolves as well. Mm. Similar kind of to the first game where it's like the good guys killed Sarah, Joel's daughter. Right. It's yeah. like now, like it's not the zombies that killed Yara. It's one of the wolves, yeah. one of the humans of the monsters themes. Humans are monsters. Any zombie franchise what? ever wow. what if the humors were the monsters all what along? if they were <gasps> yeah <laughs> uh and then you go on with with lev and you have that insane scene where i think again for me because i was i was actually like trying to hate abby i'm like mm -hmm. i see what you're doing game you're still really trying there i'm like yeah. i'm now now making a conscious effort yeah. to hate her but then when she goes up and i'm just like it's kind of endearing when she's mm -hmm. scared of heights and just like uh that's such a human feeling uh. yeah uh, so then you get to it. Did you have a problem killing wolves as Abby? Um, wolves like the people wolves? Yeah. Or I guess you don't, you probably oh, don't right. kill actual I thought you meant dog the dogs. No, but no, yeah, no. no, the, uh, the Washington Liberation Front people. I, did, I feel like out of the groups, the wolves stick out to me the least. Mm -hmm. I don't really, like, I remember the Seraphites and the, I don't know. Um, I don't, I don't think so. Like, well, I, yeah. They're interesting compared to the Fireflies. Because the Fireflies in the first game, I guess because of their name, right? They had light. And they were trying to make oh. the world a better place with the cure. But the wolves are just like... Was Abby one of the wolves? Abby was a firefly and then became a wolf. Right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, but that's just the thing that I've seen people complain about online. It's like... All her of a killing sudden, her own people. All of a sudden she doesn't have a problem killing her own people. And it's like... Yeah. It is. Yeah. You know. I, I get it. Yeah. But they already betrayed Owen. Mm -hmm. And she was kind of like, mm, iffy on the leader guy. And then I, to me it kind of felt like... She was in the mentality of whoever's shooting at me, I'm going to shoot back. And if that was wolves or if it was Seraphites or if it was She did zombies. switch very quickly, but I don't know. I just kind of went with it. <laughs> it's just kind of a video game thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Know? Yeah. Now that you mention it, I think it is a video game. These people. Yeah. Right. These yeah. people have a red health bar. I am going to shoot them. I was just like, I'm going with this boy with the arrows. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's, yeah. let's do this thing. Let's do this thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I've seen some people complain about it online. And I don't. I, yeah. I don't kind of buy it because it's like, well, I, I think she said at the end too, Lev, you are my people, right? Because at this point yes. she's lost. Which was lovely. She's lost faith in the wolves. She's yep. lost Owen. She's lost Mel. She's lost Nora. No she's lost Mana. Yeah, she's just like, I'm, fuck this shit. I'm out. Yeah. Totally respect. Manny. It. Yeah. So they're then, all gone. When, uh, just because I don't want to keep you here all day. When yeah. <laughs> Ellie and Abby <laughs> meet up. Who were you cheering for? You were, oh. I mean, at the end. So oh, at the theater. You've gone the whole way. The theater part yes. two. Now you're playing as Abby. Were I you like, hated it. I yeah. hated it. I'm like, because uh, they're both me, right? Mm -hmm. They're both me. They're both you. You know, we've been both of those people. 
um, I I didn't want to go forward. Um, and it was the same in the fight scene later, which I'm sure we'll talk about, the the final fight scene in the water. Yeah, um, <laughs> we'll get there. I could have just stood there and hope. I like, part of me just hoped there was a secret option in the gameplay that if you just didn't fight and you just stood there, maybe something else would happen or you could, I don't know. Yeah. It was, I didn't want to do it. I wasn't, like, I didn't want either of them to die, obviously. Except now Ellie's the monster that you're hunting. Uh, it wouldn't even, yeah. like, talk about the infected there, but, like, I feel like oh, Abby fought more infected. Ellie too. It's, yeah. so, it's so weird. Yeah, I I did not enjoy it. No, but you're like I have to do it. Like it's yeah. it's forcing me. But it was one of the two times in the game. The last one, of course, being the final fight. But both times where there was a fight between Abby and Ellie. Yes. I just wanted to put the controller down and like I found it deeply, deeply unpleasant. It yes, to do. incredibly, incredibly. Yeah. So you have to you're fight. Just... Yeah. Sorry. Go on. No, I was just. Uh, you're just waiting for. I don't even know. Sorry, yeah. carry on. <laughs> so you have to fight Ellie as Abby. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they kind of have a, a kerfuffle. Dina gets involved. Lev gets involved. Abby's about to execute Dina. And then yeah. Ellie says she's pregnant. And then Abby says, good. And it's like, oh, yeah. how dark are we prepared yeah. to get right now? And then thank God Lev was there to be like, Abby, like, dude. Yeah. And Mm-mm. and and Lev really... Um, brought abby back to earth and humanized her Mm -hmm. um and and from what i've read in the youtube comments and stuff like that for this game um it also i I think that ellie really wasn't obviously mentally well she wasn't mentally healthy and she wasn't processing grief she wasn't processing any of those things and i think um there is something to be said um in the comments i was reading some people were saying like um abby is actually moving forward and um lev is helping her heal a little bit and focus on the future Mm -hmm. um so mental health wise i would say that abby was in a much better place um and willing to deal with her issues um than ellie i think abby Yeah. yeah Well, partly because the inciting incident for Abby happens first. Mm. I think that they're on the same track, but Abby gets there first. So the right. choice that She's Abby makes, yeah, the choice that Abby makes to be like, let's not mm-hmm. in Seattle is ultimately the choice that Ellie makes in California. Yeah. But you kind of wish she'd gotten there a little there's bit earlier a, yeah, and kept a, a couple yeah. digits. Uh, so then you have... I mean, they leave it. I, I don't even remember, honestly, how they leave it, but I don't think it's important. And then you have a, a denouement, or you think it's a denouement. What's that? With, just after the story. Okay. <laughs> with uh, Abby, or, or not Abby, Ellie and Dina. And they have a little baby named JJ. Yeah. Presumably Joel, Jesse, Potato. or Jesse, Joel. Potatoes. Spuds. Oh, <laughs> yeah. my God. Every time she so said that. Cute. You heard sheep. Mm-hmm. And, like, I, I heard of the sheep quite quickly, and my girlfriend's like, how did you do that so fast? I'm like, you'd be surprised at how many games require you to herd sheep. I've heard a sheep before. This is my first rodeo. <laughs> I said at my second rodeo. Yeah. Uh, so, but then I, I kept being like, just end. Just mm-hmm. fucking end. Just like, give yeah. me the credits. Don't do not do this. Just goddamn end it. I wish that would have been the ending. It, uh, yeah, that I wish too. And that's so part nice. of the thing is that they, like, the story's not going to go to places that you want it to. It's going to places that it should. Yes. Actually, there was a really good quote from Troy Baker, who is, of course, the voice of Joel. Uh, he did a really good interview. I think it, I think it's the kind of funny games people. Greg Miller. He did an interview with Ashley Johnson, the voice of Ellie, and Neil Druckmann, the game director slash writer. And he said, this is the first game I think I've ever either played or been a part of that requires you to be play it selflessly. You're not playing it selfishly, as in you're 
you're getting something out of it. Right. It's just like I'm the game's gonna take you on this journey and you need to selflessly go along with Which it. It's wild. Yeah. Yeah. I I can't really huh. think of another game that, That's a cool that does way it. Of putting it. It is. But when I heard that I was like that also capitalizes why I don't blame people who are like games are fucking expensive. <laughs> I don't have a lot of free time. Mm-hmm. And if I want to play something selfishly to get something out of it, I'm going to. Yeah. So, but again, this game is selling a cake, so it's not going to have a problem there. Yes. So, it doesn't end. No. You go to no, Santa Monica. Not yep. Santa Monica. Santa Monica? Santa Claus. Wherever the fuck it is. Santa something. Santa the North Pole. Not Santa Claus's hut, but some other Santa. Yeah. You go to California. Uh-huh. First you play as Abby, still jacked at this point. With Lev. With Lev. Yeah. You get a brief, beautiful moment where she finds, or thinks she finds, some fireflies. Or yes. finds a radio to contact them. And then she gets ambushed and, and trapped because... Uh, the Rattlers? The Rattlers. Yeah, I think that's what they were called. Yeah. Because life is shit. And no matter where you go, there's always going to be a gang. Yeah. And it's the same shit everywhere. There's no, like... Like in uh, Zombieland, there's no super playground that has no zombies. It doesn't exist. It's, Oasis. It's shit all over. Yeah. yeah. There's no Oasis. For there's sure. no Eden. So... Well, Jackson's kind of an Eden, though. Jackson is pretty ballin'. Yeah. Except for the fact that occasionally you get murdered by a golf club just outside of True. it. True. Okay. Sorry. Carry other on. than that. <laughs> yeah. Other than that, Jackson does seem to have its shit together. Uh, so then you go and play as Ellie in a pretty sweet golf shirt. I remember that. She's just as like a. Um, and very sunburnt. Oh, I'm she like, has her haircut too. Yeah, she's got her haircut. Makeover time. Yeah. <laughs> she goes on a makeover before she goes on a, a thing. Um, yeah. Actually, before we even go on to that, it was rough seeing Tommy. When he came to tell yes, Ab- tell Ellie what to do, because Tommy he's had been like beside himself. Yeah, he's he had been happy go lucky before consumed. that. Yeah, and he's broken up with Maria because he can't give up right? on this. Yes, he can't walk. It looked like he was blind to one eye because he got shot in the head. Yeah, he was looking rough as hell, like an old tumbleweed. Yeah, it was it was tough to watch Tommy. It was, and then Dina just gives him the shit after that, and you're thinking, okay, Ellie's gonna stay. It's gonna be the end of the game. I also love how Dina did that. Dina's a bad bitch. Yeah. <laughs> like I said earlier. <laughs> she's a great partner. She's she, a great she's person. She's fantastic. Uh, yeah. Not enough Dina love in the world right now. Yeah. And then Ellie makes the objectively wrong choice to go after Abby. I'm like, don't. Yeah. Do not do it. She had to. I don't know. She had to. I understand. Right? This is what I mean. I understand yeah. why she did it, but I really wish she didn't. Me too. I could have just put the game down. I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. So then you play as Allie. You go through another series of games. You get a silence machine gun to help kill people faster. Yes. You fight Fun. the, like you said, the Rattlers, they have uh, infected locked up. Yeah. Which is pretty fucked up. More dogs. Yeah. More, and, yeah. yeah. And More the infected killing. locked up, which you can shoot at the chain of, mm-hmm. which is To fun. release them, which is beautiful catharsis. Yes. And then after you go through this, it's been about, I think, six weeks or six months. I forget what the period of time is. Mm-hmm. Probably a while. So you find eventually, fast forward. Abby is essentially crucified. Yes. Along with Okay, Lev. so we're here now. Yeah, let's okay. let's just get All right. We're an hour in, so let's just okay. get here now. All right. Uh, Abby's been crucified. No holes in the hands, but she's emaciated. She's no longer Unrecognizable. Jacked. Unrecognizable. I didn't recognize Haircut. her. Braid's gone. Yep. Especially after, Nor- like... She's like a normal body weight, but obviously yeah. malnourished and covered For her. Shit. For her, yeah. Yes, yeah. Um, which is especially odd, because that that lead up to it people kept referring to her as like oh you mean the chick built like an ox mm-hmm. it's like they really like bring up the fact that she's supposed to be huge so when that she's not it's like oh shit mm-hmm. something happened to her she wasn't next to her gym the entire time right but yeah she's like strung up on a pole like jesus it's like holy shit yeah it's 
it's that's dark and then yeah. ellie cuts her down mm-hmm. cuts lev down could have just shot her right there could have if you came all this way honestly it, yep <sighs> cuts her down and abby's kind of like helpful and then they go, they're in the water. You finally understand the water scene from the main menu. Yes, the boat, yeah. yeah. The entire time I was like, what the fuck is this? And actually, my friend who's playing it, uh, my co-host Matt, mm-hmm. texted me earlier today. He's like, what's the water about? I'm like, just wait. Yeah. Just wait, boy. You got to wait until the very end, but just yeah. you wait. And then Ellie's just like, no, Abby, we have to do this. And I'm like, and Abby, no, uh, yeah. do not do it. No. Uh, that, that scene, that like before when that pregnant lady Mel was killed, I thought that was the darkest shit I had ever seen in a video game. And I already find it incredibly hard to think about babies dying. Like when stuff like that happens in movies and TV, it's just mm-hmm. like somebody, it's something that people don't joke about, you know? Yeah. Um, uh, it, yeah, I don't know. Like I was, I was bawling. Like, you know, when she's, they're just, they have nothing left in them and they're just hitting each other and hitting each other. And Abby does, and Abby's like cowering in the water um, I was just bawling, and I remember, like, crying out loud and being like, Joel wouldn't want this. Mm-hmm. Like, he really wouldn't want this, and it felt wrong. Yeah. Yeah. You get that. I mean, Ellie gets a lot of slashes in. That's the big thing. She She's does. got a knife. Yeah. yeah. And she just gets, yeah, really cuts up Abby quite a bit. Oh, yeah. And I just, again, for someone who had hated, truly hated Abby and knew what the game was going to do, I'm like, they're going to try to redeem this bitch. And then, like, fought against it mentally. Yeah. But it, it breaks you down. It's like I said, the girlfriend of you's quote earlier, forgiveness is harder than the last difficulty setting. Mm-hmm. The challenge of this game is we're going to take you on this ride. And if we've done our job right, which I think they did, mm-hmm. by the end of it, you you should be in a place where you can't still hate Abby. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't, even though I, oh, this <laughs> I game, wanted I mean, to be. This game um, humanizes everyone, every yeah. character. Like you said earlier, yeah, even the NPCs that you kill, you kill somebody and they'll be like, Colin! Like, yeah, Colin! Yeah, no, it, it really does, though. Yeah, and yeah. it makes you feel bad, but you just kind of have to put it out of mind. Yeah. But then there's the, this is a fun word, the word has come up, ludonarrative dissonance. Ooh, mm-hmm. fun. To impress your friends at parties, ludonarrative okay. dissonance. But it's basically the idea of at the end, you know, you've, you've had this huge fight with Abby. Abby has bitten off the two fingers, two last fingers on your fretting right. hand. yeah. Horrible. Yes. Um, so Ellie's just sitting there bleeding, has the chance to kill Abby, head under the water, sees the vision of Joel. Is trying to kill her. Yeah. Is strangling her. 100%. Yeah. Sees the vision of Joel, which we'll get to in a second, Mm -hmm. decides to spare Abby. When she spared her, where was your head at? Were you like, thank God? I was so fucking relieved. Yeah. Like, I just, um, like, even though I didn't make that choice to try and kill Abby, I still felt like, um, well, obviously a game like this you're altered after you feel different mm-hmm. like the, it hangs in the air with you um i was so relieved like how did you feel at that i th- i think i kind of felt annoyed partly because it's like you came all this way right you that's did all true. this stuff you lost your fingers and but uh, i think it was that's how i felt at the time yeah I think it's the right choice. I just wish it had been the right choice before it before. destroyed her. Oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it's like you, if if you're going to choose not to kill her, you should have chosen not to kill her. Like, before Dina left. Yeah, before. To, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you should have done absolutely. this, all this stuff. And uh, but I really again, I saw it. A, a, I think it was a YouTube comment that made me revisit a thing. And when Ellie sees 
Joel's face when she's got Abby under the water. Mm-hmm. It's not just Joel's face randomly, and it's not Joel's face when he's dying because that like that trigger moment happens a few times. It does. When yeah. she hears a big moment, she just sees Joel's face. Yeah. I, I very realistic. But the scene that she sees with Joel is her last conversation with Joel, mm-hmm. and it's that might have been a trigger in a rage way earlier where she's thinking not only did Abby kill Joel, she killed my opportunity to forgive Joel. And I can really like, how can I forgive this person? She not only took him away, I can never get back the fact that I was mad at him. Like I never reconciled with Joel, Mm -hmm. but that last conversation with Joel, I think might be aside from of course the museum, potentially um, the best scene in the the game. He would do it all over again. Exactly. Yeah. And then she says, I don't know if I can forgive you, but I want to try. Yeah. Which is a big statement. Huge. Yeah. So what's essentially her, that's, that conversation is about forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Since she gets to a point, she's saying, if I just keep, I think she's going through her head, or at least that's my interpretation of it. Mm-hmm. She sees a cycle of violence. If I kill her, maybe love is going to kill me later. Who knows? Like, yeah, if I just yeah. keep perpetuating this cycle of violence, no one ever gets forgiven. Yeah. Someone's got to forgive somebody here. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then she makes the choice to forgive Abby, so to speak. At, at the absolute worst rock bottom sometimes and it's an, as a person of recovery myself like it's unfortunate but sometimes um people have to fall to the absolute deepest darkest shittiest place they can before they make a change mm-hmm. uh again yeah. yeah i agree it feels yeah that and that's what felt very real about it mm-hmm. which is like she couldn't have made this choice five minutes ago but speaking of five minutes ago the phrase ludo narrative dissonance essentially means where the narrative does not match the gameplay and that's a big problem I've seen people have. And I kind of had it, too. It happens in a lot of games. It's like, mm-hmm. you killed hundreds of people to get here. And now the one person you really should kill, you're going to spare? Right. Yeah. How did you feel about that? Were you okay with that? Did it bother you? Um, I don't know. I think one of the things that really irritated me um, when I was thinking about the, the plot and everything is, like... Um, I know Abby knows that um, oh, I'm having a brain fart. I, I think what bothered me is that I don't think um, that Abby ever told Ellie why she was doing this mm-hmm. because her dad died. Correct me if I'm wrong. I actually, that I, was something I thought about a lot. That's a good point. I can't think because of it I kn- Yeah, I know, I know Ellie, like, I, I feel like there was a miscommunication. I was almost waiting for during that scene when she's almost taking Abby out for Abby to be like, I like your dad fucking killed my dad Mm -hmm. and I'm beside myself. That doesn't. Yeah. No. Yeah, totally. Yeah. But the, uh, yeah, I I mean, I was playing again just because it's present in my brain. I was playing Assassin's Creed three today too. Mm -hmm. And like one character, it's a cutscene, and one characters, they're interrogating somebody because torture is a common thing in video games. Yes. And uh, then it's like, okay, he can live. And the other character kills him. And it's like, how could you kill him? You, you, we were going to spare him. I'm like, you killed That's... 40 guys to get here. So yeah. it, it doesn't match. The, what I'm doing doesn't match up with what you're doing in the cutscenes. But I, I kind of feel like that's just something you have to accept mm-hmm. in games. Mm-hmm. But, and again, this might be, speaking of podcast tangents, uh, <laughs> I remember reading somewhere that they picked, like, I don't know, Call of Duty 2 or something. Mm-hmm. A game where you played Pearl Harbor. Okay. And then in one mission, you took down, like, 20 to 25 Pearl Harbor planes. Mm-hmm. And then an actual Pearl, like, one character, one soldier with a gun took down 20 to 25. In actual Pearl Harbor, don't quote me on the numbers either way, like, 14 planes went down total. Mm. And it's just, 
when you play games, you have to accept that they're heightening the amount of death. Yes. Because it feels good. Yeah. yeah <laughs> as fucked up I, as that is to say. True. Yeah. So I think, like, if if you've gotten to this point in a game and you've pre- presumably been playing games for a while, because this game's I, yeah. I Yeah. I would have kind of expected Abby to go. Yeah. Yeah. I, I kind of thought she was going to die, too. But what I mean is, if you got to this point, you've been playing games for this long, and you haven't in some way yourself mm-hmm. come to grips with ludonarrative dissonance mm-hmm. to understand it's like cutscene Ellie is not going to act the same as gameplay Ellie. Yeah. It's just never going to fully mesh. Uh, and then you get the last moment where <laughs> she goes back the house. Dina's gone. Yeah. JJ's gone. Yeah. None of Ellie's shit is gone. Dina just stacked it up in a room and uh, Ellie tries to play the guitar has lost with two fretting fingers. <laughs> three fingers. It's so what, sad. What chords could you play? F? With I have uh, no idea. I don't. I'm sure she'll find a way. Uh, yeah. She gotta, She's like, resilient. Message Tommy yep. Ioni and get like the two things for his fingers. Yeah. But the point is, she can't play guitar. So the last thing that Joel gave her, Joel gave her the guitar. Mm-hmm. Joel's memory of her was in that song, Future Days. Yeah. Which she might have thought he wrote. Who knows? Mm-hmm. And now she can't do it. So in the end, she's got Tommy's ruined. Jesse's dead. Dina's gone. She yeah. can't play guitar. She's got nothing. It's like one of the darkest endings to a beloved video game so character depressing. I've ever seen. So depressing. Yeah. So when you saw that moment, where were you? Um, it just, it felt, it felt spooky. Like it just, it felt like you're, I mean, you're, you're literally just walking to a house of memories. There's nothing mm. You know, that place already felt so surreal to begin with. They never uh, referenced even having a zombies, like, around the fences. Like, there was there was no reference to that. Um, it was incredibly sad. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the optimist and the hopeful person in me, um, my friend took it very differently. He's just like, everything's fucked. It's fucked. Like, Ellie's fucked. Um, I kind of, I think that there's hope to come out of that. Like even though everything is so horrifically sad and she's lost everything. Like, I feel like um, Ellie is an incredibly resilient person. Like all the people in this game are to have made it this far and to have thrived. Mm. So part of me would like to think um, that, uh, you know, there is a, a future that there is, there is something. I mean, she, you can see that she leaves that scene at the end, Yeah. you know, um, so I like to think, you know, of her maybe going back to Jackson, trying to find Dina. Um, you know, she's been broken now, so she could, like a like a broken bone, you can heal yeah. after that, right? Yeah, so she's... that's what I like to take out of that. And um, one thing I did hear that I saw in the YouTube comments um, is, uh, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I heard that uh, after you finish the game, um, the menu screen or something changes, and you can see... It does, yeah. Yeah, so I, I heard that's kind of a, a hint to say that Levin Abbey made it to the Fireflies. I think so, because they, the Fireflies... Which makes me happy. <laughs> the Fireflies reference the fact that uh, they're in a dome-shaped building, and then the boat goes from where it was mm-hmm. outside of the Rattlers to on a beach looking at a dome-shaped building. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, presumably they made it That there. makes me happy. Even though I know it's not real, it makes me happy that they're there right now or whatever. At, yeah, at least <laughs> someone got, like, close to it. At least Lev got a happy ending. Yeah, <laughs> like, I think so. Maybe Abby and Ellie are both, like, broken people who yeah. have done enough wrong. Like, who knows if they'll ever atone. But, like, Lev. Lev deserves, yes, Lev deserves good the, things. He's best boy. I think I was kind of, like, I was kind of feeling your, like your friend did. I was like, man, she's got, she's got nothing. She, yeah. but, but similar to what you said, 
now that she's hit this rock bottom, she can finally maybe create a new person because she doesn't have a choice. Mm -hmm. She can't even go back to the guitar mm -hmm. that might have been her last link to Joel. She's got to become a new person going forward. Yeah. I did see a theory. Mm -hmm. I don't th – it's not definitely not true mm -hmm. because I listened to an interview with Neil Druckmann. He was like, where's Ellie going? That was a question. He's like, I don't know. Yeah. We haven't decided. Mm -hmm. So if there's a Last of Us 3 and they pick where Ellie went – it's not that case right now. So right now it's left to be open-ended. I, I would be fine if it wasn't Ellie again. Yeah. Um, a, another uh, cool little like uh, Easter eggy thing is um, like you get to follow her illustrations in the journal as this whole game yeah. progresses, right? Yeah. Which I thought was really cool. Like to, you know, you get her perspective and her voice and stuff. Um, some of the imagery she's thinking about. And uh, one cool thing that I did notice is um, she's quite good at portraits and so she would have you know there's on one page she had a portrait of abby uh there's another portrait of joel um but they never had eyes and uh when you check in on that journal after at the end um she could finally draw the eyes on joel which i thought had some kind of cool <gasps> wow. healing significance yeah i know i never noticed that yeah. that's really cool yeah uh, but the theory i saw was okay. that uh when ellie was going after abby she wasn't wearing a bracelet that that Dina oh, made for her? Oh, she's got Dina's bracelet. Yeah. Yeah, so she's wearing Dina's bracelet again. So the theory was that she had already gone and met up with Dina in Jackson. Mm -hmm. And then Dina was basically just like, I don't know if you want any of your shit. It's all in the house. And then she just went to look at her shit, saw the guitar, was like, oh, I, guitar. Oh, I can't play. And yeah. I was like, you know what? I'm going to leave everything from that behind. I think she'll still play. She sounded all right. And <laughs> she'll find a way. <laughs> um, but although she did leave yeah. it, so maybe she'll go back one day. But right. but then the theory was that she's like reconciled with some of the people in Jackson. I mean, why would anyone in Jackson hate her, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe Tommy because she didn't actually kill Abby. But well, they didn't all know that she's immune to. Exactly. Tommy only knew that. True. I, yeah. I know. Maybe they'll do something with that in the third game. Who knows? Ooh. But uh, the theory was that she was she reconciled with them and then she went back just to see if she wanted any of her stuff and decided that she didn't yeah i did see something about the bracelet as well which is yeah. a, an interesting detail and i i have no doubt that they included that for a purpose yeah i don't think anything in this game was an accident yeah um, everything's very very intentional yeah and in the, in the game this meticulous because this is a well-made game like people can this the people who are saying it gets like one star mm. on metacritic because they're angry it's not a one-star game. Play it if they don't like it that bad. And the story is, it's one part of it. So even yeah. if you didn't like one part of the game, mm -hmm. it's still incredibly looking. It's still incredibly voice acted. Maybe the best voice acting I've ever seen. It's like mm, way up yes. there. Uh, it's, as you said, like a movie in some parts. Oh, yeah. Uh, very, very incredible. And But I, I really did have to sit on the ending for like a couple weeks to get to yeah. the point where I'm like, now I'm like, I deeply, deeply respect this game and the emotional journey that it took me on. Mm -hmm. Don't know if I'll ever want to go on it again. Yeah. And I, I still that. think, again, with the benefit of looking at it, I, if they had given me a game where Joel lived and it was maybe more boring, but a more traditional game and they ended up happier, mm -hmm. I probably would have taken that. There's a lot of zombie games out there you can play. True. There There's are other a games. There's a lot, you yeah. know? Um, and and I, uh, I specifically, like, I, I, I really um, prefer... Uh, drawn out cinematic story based games like this like they're my favorite like heavy rain detroit become human all the like until dawn i love all of those things where you have a choice in the story or what it's just there's more to it mm -hmm. um and i same i am gonna take quite a while until i come back to this um but i don't regret it i think i think it was really interesting and i, th I think it human humanized video game characters um normally they're just red shirts right mm -hmm. like anyone that you kill um 
so I think it was really interesting commentary on that. Yeah. Um, very hard to play sometimes. But deeply, yeah. deeply respected. I don't know. Like, maybe, and again, I don't see this as a flaw of the game. It's a beautiful thing they made. I, I agreed. I see this as a flaw myself. It's like when, uh, I don't know if you've been following the Mass Effect controversy. No. Which is a big thing on, uh, on our podcast. <laughs> but a few years ago, they came out with a game. It was an RPG, so you had choices. And then in the end, it was kind of a bittersweet ending. And people were upset because it's like you didn't have any choice in the bittersweet ending. Oh, and yeah. I was one of those people who just like, I just want a happy ending. Yeah. <laughs> like, the world's <laughs> dark enough. When I play games, I want to feel good. Yeah. But I know there are also a lot of people who are just like, give me the saddest ending possible. Make me feel. Fuck me up. Yeah. Just, fuck me up, fam. Just fuck my heart up. I want to feel something. <laughs> just give, give me anything. the sads. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. I, those people will probably be more satisfied with this ending than I mean, no one's ever going to be happy with anything. No. With any decision happiness anyone is, makes ever. Happiness doesn't exist. No. no. <laughs> Especially right <laughs> happiness now. Happiness is a concept. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's a it's a goal that we'll never achieve. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wow. Almost uh, almost 90 minutes later. I think yeah. we pretty much said all we can say about <laughs> well, the Well, that was fun. I two. apologize for uh, veering off track, but apparently that's a thing that's, to do. So. If we don't veer off track, then it's a rare episode. Hell but uh, yeah. So I assume at some point in the you future. You hear first. I am the best guest you've ever had. That's correct. Absolutely <laughs> the best guest. Well, the best guest we've ever had has to be my girlfriend because if I didn't say that, she okay. would. But you're, right, you're, right, you're certainly right. in the running. Ryan was also a guest. Hey. He's pointing at me. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan said, I believe he wasn't going to buy a Nintendo Switch even if it went on sale because he didn't have the time. And Ain't then Corona happened and now you have the fucking time. So no excuse. Never mind. <laughs> he's saying he's got no other time. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, so we'll try to have an episode with Matt and Adam at some point. I know there's been some news. Pokemon Snap 2 was announced. I don't know if you guys are Pokemon Snap oh, fans, I people in the room. Oh, I did not know that was a yeah, thing. Yeah, holy shit, Pokemon Snap 2. And then a bunch wow. of other stuff coming out. We've got new consoles coming up this year. Uh, we've had a bit of a, a regular upload schedule uh, just because um, you'd think that our schedules would be more open with Corona, but they're not. You're doing a great job. Thank you. Thank yeah. you very much for yeah. my second best guest of all time. Uh but with that, we're going to sign off. So I, everyone out there, have a great week. Have a safe week. And we will see you next time.